Yeah. Styling, no. Listen, but got pictures with me smiling, no. All the things you need, you still want problems, though. All the things I know, I still been silent, though. Love to see the love to see the producer following his head to that one. Mm. That's when you know it's a bop. That hits me. You know what I appreciate actually is I've noticed the last couple of pods that we've done. Yeah, we play a banger of a song like that one. That was an absolute banger, classic. Um, but me and you always start the pod going, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> if the song is vibey, the song is vibey. <laughs> You know, <laughs> welcome uh, back to the Duck of Malt. We are here with the awesome foursome, which is great. Yeah, we'll always love that. But we're here with a very special guest as well. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still part of the awesome foursome, but always appreciate being known as a special human being. You're on every. We can't call you a guest because you're on every podcast. Yeah. Copy. Peter Herrick, head coach of the Canberra Gunners. Welcome to the Duck of Malt. Long time coming. We have previewed this to our audience for a long time. Very excited. Especially amongst the local basketball community. Been looking forward to this one. Is, How are you? Is the local community just you four? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, Casey. Oh, okay, Casey. Casey. Yeah, definitely Casey. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, no, thank you, boys. It's uh, it's good to be here. I uh, appreciate it. Long time listener. Big, big fan. Thank you. Oh, thank you, mate. Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you. I think we've been spruiking having... So, uh, it's coming up to our first birthday mm-hmm. in, in a week and a half, I think. And I think since episode one, we've pretty much spruiked about getting you here. So it's only taken 12 months. I think, yeah, there's been a lot of Gunners chat and usually my name does uh, pop up occasionally, probably because I text you guys every time. <laughs> just abusing us just, for yeah, shit maybe. decisions we've yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, just things you might might say that I think, well, that's incorrect. I'm just going to correct you. So And <laughs> yeah. just uh, you know, let you know that you've uh, uh, made, made a terrible decision. And we don't fact check. You know that. We said that before that's, the podcast. That's we don't true. fact check. Yeah, that, that is true. What are we uh, drinking, lads? Um, going around the circle. Mm-hmm. Myself and Pete are currently on the uh, Bolter XBAs. Mm-hmm. They're an absolute delight. I've actually got a couple of locals. We should have kicked off with locals. I've got a couple of um, capital breweries in there Oof. as well. So we'll get Still into that. Still waiting them. for that sponsorship to come through. That N- Naper one, the yeah. New England IPA. The fruity. The, the, uh, it's delicious. The big... Big parade, big time. I what didn't with those. I didn't want to the freak. big drop. The big drop. The big yeah. drop. Yeah. The big drop. <laughs> we keep Weezy okay. away. Keep I'll be saying some very. Yeah, I listened to the last one, and Weezy's got to stay away from that. Keep, yeah. keep the big <laughs> drops away from the big parade. Eight percent beers for an hour and a half podcast yeah. doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we we already discussed beforehand. Uh, he's not allowed to do that today because Correct. we need yeah. to keep this PG. We Apologies do. to all our Christian listeners out yes. there. <laughs> let's not let's let's move forward. Yes. Let's not look yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> um the we have Peter sorry, what are, Jimmy, you're on Guinness. Yeah, mate. In honor of uh Paddy's day yes. during the week. Yeah. Um I didn't actually bring them. Christopher was nice enough to give me one. Well, so I mean, you know, delicious. you guys obviously know I'm a dual citizen. I've got a Irish passport as well. So it's a, it's a pretty big deal for me. So I appreciate <laughs> you celebrating that. Yeah. J-Mac, what are you drinking, sir? Uh, I'm drinking beer-flavoured water today, James yeah. Squire Zero, because yeah. I, after this I uh, need to operate a motor vehicle. Yes. Yeah. We, nice. we we, we do like to drink here at the Duck and Mob, but we also yeah. um, we're responsible yeah. with our alcohol consumption most yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we get it wrong. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not perfect. <laughs> most times. That's most it. times. Um, we do have Pete on today, as I said, to do a Gunners season preview. Before we jump into that, Pete, can you give us a bit of a background of your coaching 
your basketball, how you got into the sport, maybe? <laughs> maybe going back to the Maris days? Do you want to, oh, yeah, well, do you want to ask him 14 questions at the same time? No, no that's right. I plenty of room there. It's an open yeah, question. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, not my first radio, boys. Like, I've been yeah. on podcasts before. Podcasts. Oh, Hosted right, a podcast myself. So, yeah. you know. Do you want to give it a shout out? For well, the- not really. It's dead in the water. <laughs> I think I think our hosting service... Uh, Booted you? Cancel- yeah, might have cancelled us. So, do you, if When you stop the hosting, does your podcast disappear or does it stay on... The airways forever. The airways, uh, I think it. if they put you down on the lowest one, I think it can still be sort of... Yeah, okay. and found. But, okay. um, yeah. yeah, no... Uh, no longer, no longer running a podcast. Disappointingly, Copy. but um, glad to be back on your podcast. Yeah, so. mm. here we are. But mm. take us back to a young Peter Herrick. Look, a young Peter Herrick. How, he was, how did you he was a little basketball? bit lighter, yeah. which was nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, you know, that's where the uh, you know eating too many pies began, and it's just continued <laughs> since. But anyway, I digress a little bit. Um, yeah, started uh, when I was in year four. Uh, went playing. To, uh, w- yeah, started playing yeah. when I was nine years old. Went to Morris College, and uh, everyone was into Michael Jordan as as you were back in nineteen ninety one. And it was just before they won their first chip, and I jumped on that bandwagon, and it's been pretty lean ever since. Mm. Uh, <laughs> ever since he retired, so so you're you're a Bulls fan. I am a Bulls fan. Coffee. It's, it's been tough. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Derek Rose's injury. DeRozan. Really, hurt. I like him. Yeah, he's nice. Lamar's back. He's he's really nice. Yeah, uh, that team's boy nice. Zachy. Yeah, uh, look, he's surprised me. I was not a big fan of that, and I didn't think he'd uh, bounce back from that injury. So uh, he has, and he's proven that he's an all star caliber player. Yeah, like, and integrated well with Demar. I thought the way there. Yeah, and Lonzo and Caruso. Yeah, like, that's just yeah. that's a nice team. The future's really looking nice. good for the Bulls. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> What, mate? <laughs> just because... <laughs> hold on. Be, he just wants to be back on track. I yeah, want to learn more about Pete. Yeah, but yeah. just because you don't watch NBA, that's a, it was just a natural flame, mate. Dub, Dub doesn't watch rugby league. Yeah. He has to listen to you guys talk rugby no, league. I will shut time. down rugby league talk today. <laughs> well, it's not happening. We're going to talk it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. God damn it. Um, yeah, so, uh, look, started playing when I was nine years old and, uh, you know, fell in love with it and... Uh, was not very good and uh, continued on that trajectory Same. throughout my whole career. Didn't <laughs> didn't get much better. Malt crew, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you guys were a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you always have the long bomb, Petey? Were you always a, a no? Big I was. was look, that- I scored two points in my first ever season, yep. and that was the highlight. And it was late in the season when I got my first ever bucket, <laughs> and uh, I was pretty happy with myself when I got that bucket. It was in under twelve red. Which you would probably say these days is like division six or seven. Yeah, yeah, it's humble beginnings. Very humble beginnings. I like that. Um, and any so you know, I was playing for a couple of years, and then when I was about twelve years old, a family friend started playing, and they were nine at the time, I think, and they they just come to Marist. Yep. And I was going to practices, and um, the head coach really didn't understand the game of basketball at all which was kind of an issue and i was like oh i know what i'm doing like i've played for the last three years i'm, I'm all <laughs> I'm over this ca- shit i'm kind of a big deal so i'll <laughs> i'll help you with this so uh no i just sort of came down and uh, was like oh this is what my coaches taught me and i had some pretty uh pretty good coaches early on um i think i was pretty lucky that uh one of the coaches i played for played uh for the navy team and played in australian 
defense games and like his his sons were playing at the time and he started to teach me uh basketball and he was highly highly intelligent like he was teaching us offenses in under under 14s like in our sort of second season we were running stuff and um it was you know like under 12 and under 14s like white like this is division six now like but you know teaching us how to run things and yeah stuff like that so um yeah it was a case of uh ended up going down to these sessions and was like oh what about this drill like this kid can't do a layup. He needs to learn to do right, left, up, you yeah. know, with his right hand and things like that. So just started helping out and that's where the yelling began. <laughs> so just never to, looked back <laughs> to confirm you did that before you'd finished playing juniors. You were coaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah so when yeah. I was twelve years old I started coaching. So wow. I've been coaching twenty eight years and yeah. playing, you know, yeah. thirty one years. And yeah. always at Marist? Uh, so yeah, all the way through to Marist up until my last year, uh, yeah. and then my last year at Marist, I I didn't make the Division Two side, and I was yeah. pretty uh, disgruntled with that because uh, the season before, all the players who went up above me, I won the MVP in that team. Oh shit! And then they went up, and I got to stay in Division Three. So good to, was, good to hear you're not bitter about that. No, nah, I haven't held on. <laughs> hey, I've coached for Mara since. I've gone back yeah. and done things since. I, I, I've I've let it go. So, uh, <laughs> so when you were co- you were coaching while you're at Marist, the same age level or younger? You it was younger. It was yeah. always younger. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a case of when I was in. Year eleven, I was coaching. I coached a young, uh, young Jamie Mesman. Uh, or, or Shouts actually, to the birthday boy. The the yeah. uh, the main one was actually the, there were two teams. There was two Division One teams at that time in under thirteens, I think it was. And uh, I coached a young Stephen McPherson in uh, my team, and uh, my team smack. was bad. <laughs> and the other team had Jamie, and Jamie <laughs> lit everyone up, and we got we came last, and his team came first. I was like. <laughs> Did you really balance these teams out? Or uh, Steve Mack is a listener and a, uh, a, a guest on here as well. Can you give us a, a brief scouting report on the twelve-year-old big-headed nibbers? Uh, so <laughs> when I when I first took the team, I was told like he's almost as good as Jamie. That- <laughs> That, that was, was the very compar- that, that was, was a, that was very incorrect. I, I was playing state with them at this point, and that was the comparison that they used to say. It was like the two Maris boys. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was wrong. Yes, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. There was a he, few. There was a few more strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. They there. had similar games though. They right? did like similar stature. Steve the could ball. and they could play. Steve, could play oh, Steve was good. He he didn't carry us like Jamie carried the other team. Yes, <laughs> like Steve definitely wasn't as angry as yeah uh, Jamie, but I did. Couldn't imagine that Jamie being angry, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then, so, Mark coached all through juniors at Marist. Yep. When did you transition to coaching men? Uh, so, uh, ended up leaving Marist that last year and yep. then played for Vikings. Uh, and then I started coaching... Um, I was playing under-18s and then I was coaching, like, the Division Three team in under-18s because, yep. like, they just didn't have a coach. So... Um, I was I was coaching the same level I was playing, but I was playing in the team above. So you yeah. you from an early age were um, spent a lot of time at the stadium. Like you obviously I, I still you spend have a lot yeah, of no time that's what I mean. Stadium. But it sort of was instilled in you very early. Like you were yeah you'd play, then you'd stay there and coach and a referee ref and, and yeah, did yeah. all those things. I refereed until I was about fourteen. Then I was like. I, 
I don't like these people yelling at me. I'd prefer to yell at them. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. We transitioned. Smart. We, yeah, we transitioned across to yelling at them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's gone well for me ever I'd, since. I did the same thing. I was a ref for a very short period of time. <laughs> I think you probably learned quicker than me. Yeah. It, took, it took me about four or five years to learn. Oh, no, this isn't fun. This is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going anywhere here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway. Petey, did you have a bit to do with getting Vikings off the ground? Did you uh, that, that? look, uh, Brian Demery, uh, the great Brian Demery, who you all know and have played for. Yep. He um, he was very much the one for seniors uh, for us to start it. Um, but what he started, then I carried on in men's. So yeah, yeah. So from that juniors, uh, I transitioned across to eventually started playing men's. Um, and was playing from when I was sort of 18, finished juniors and was doing my own thing. Um, and, uh, you know, slowly, slowly, progressively getting better. By this stage and under a sort of 18s, I could hit the three from about a metre or two metres out, which was nice. <laughs> Still got it, baby. Staple. Yeah. Just staple. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had to. Had, yeah. had to be able to shoot from there. I was... Steph before Steph. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair comparison, right? I, mm. Mate, I completely agree. You were the agree. thick Steph. Yeah, very thick. <laughs> mm. You're very, very mm. thick boy. Mm. Uh, Peter, when when you were younger, <laughs> coaching juniors, and uh, you're, you're, you're learning how to coach during this time, right? Like, yeah. did you have someone that you were working with that was trying to help you become Mentor. a better coach or were you just sort of self-taught? Just self-taught to begin with. Didn't really have sort of anyone there that um, it was more the coaches I had that I was sort of taking stuff from. And to be fair, like I used to just be yelling all the time. I used to be up and about and yelling and like... Used to be. Well, I don't know. Have you seen me at a Gunners game? Like I'm, I'm much more relaxed these days. You didn't think to take after Phil Jackson or anything like that? He was always pretty calm on the sidelines. He was very calm. That just yep. wasn't me. That's yep. n- that's never been me. Teaching <laughs> teaching the boys meditation and yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Look, uh, no, that's uh, never been me, and it never really had anyone sort of there until uh, Brian came along in seniors and was running the seniors, and yep. I fortunately got to play Div One for a uh, few years against you boys, a lot of you guys, and yep. uh, you know, or with you guys, like. Yeah, Jimmy and uh, J Mac, I got to play with, and uh, Whitey and Dub, I got to play against, and hit some threes against you guys. You did. And yeah, you made did. made Facts. a lot of other coaches angry when I'd hit a three from two meters out, Facts. and you guys wouldn't guard me, and they'd be like, "Look at him! I'm not guarding him out there. Like, <laughs> you can't run anywhere. Like, what's the point in guarding him? I'm staying in the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so, current, how many years in charge of Vikings Premier One men? Uh, so it was probably, probably 10 years in charge of sort of Premier 1, Premier 2 and coaching, coaching and running both and sort of trying to build, build the club up and build the culture and build on what Brian had started and he'd sort of hand it off and then he went to the girls program to try to do something similar and, and build that program up and then, uh, yeah, just continue on with, uh, sort of the culture that had started and that's what we did and quick, quick hitter, Mm. um, who was your least favourite Viking to coach and why was it J-Mac? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, can we have the next question? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That is fair. But so, <laughs> so you, you did transition then into coaching 
Canberra Nationals. That was my first experience with you. When? How long ago was that? Make us all feel old. Yeah, 2008, boys, is when we were all together. Yep. When Whitey was a fresh-faced 18-year-old and giving me bear hugs and I couldn't get away from him. (laughs) And I still probably couldn't get away from him if he gave me a bear bear hug now. Demo, Demo used to say he really doesn't like hugs. And then every time we'd end training, everyone would just... Climb on you, yeah. 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 There'd be a hug after training. We had um, you were you were seventeen for a lot of that time. You were not not of age, quite a baby. I still am the baby of the group here. You are, you know, Mm. yeah. Uh, Which brings me to my one thing I need to raise. You need to stop bullying Jimmy. All right, leave him alone. Because look at him, he looks better than most of us. That's fact. (laughs) Despite the fact he's older than everyone (laughs) except me. Thank you, Peter. No worries. I I I referred to him as the ageless Adonis in our group chat this week. Yeah, yeah, but is that on the podcast? No. You bully him when we're here. Correct. We do it out of jealousy. Um, But yes, uh, so Vikings, um, we've been a pretty strong club for the last... You know, ten years yeah. in a bit of a stronghold for sure in the yeah. local competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, did um, I guess you know because we have so many listeners. There, there may be a few out there that want to get into coaching. Was there a period where you went from just you know learning for yourself to was there is there training camps for coaches? Like I remember back when we were doing ITC, there was a lot of sort of that was very heavily involved with coaching and training coaches as well. Mm. Is, did you do much of that? Or? Yeah, I did, uh, particularly sort of through Whitey's era of, you know, uh, playing ITC and coming through that. That's where I sort of went down. And to be fair, I was an idiot. I had no, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. Players would come ask me questions. Like Whitey, who's an ultra smart player and an ultra smart coach, would come ask me something. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, do it that way. <laughs> like, no idea what I was doing. I don't think you were that bad, Peter. Uh, I appreciate that, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but, you're being a bit too harsh on yourself there. Yeah, but um, no, so, you know, there were... Uh, look, did the rep coaching through juniors, ACT, under-14s, coached uh, a, a young player who's back playing for me now at Gunners in Reese K. Yeah, shout to Reese. We Love all know kid. well. Yeah, he's a great man. Yeah. Um, so coached him when he was in under-14s and, yep, he was... Uh, Annoying then, and he still is now, but uh, I, I love him. So. Yeah, absolute legend. Um, but yeah, coming through, you know, did all those camps and learnt from a lot of great coaches and um, learn a lot. I learn way more from my players these days. Yeah. Like players just um, these days have so much knowledge, and uh, to get them to play well, you have to use your team of players and your leadership group, and you've got to get a lot of buy in from those guys just to make everything work. Yeah, yeah. give and, them some ownership. Mm. Yep. So, Peter, have you been coaching that long now that you've sort of found players uh, and what they want from a coach or coaching style? Your coaching styles had to change because there's almost like you're coaching players now that weren't even born when you first started coaching. So, have you had to like adapt adapt to that a little bit, adapt to your style? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, back, you know, 20 years ago when I was coaching, I could yell at everyone (laughs) that I wanted to and could. And you'd just be like, go do this and, you know, you're not doing this right, go sit down and stuff like that. And mm. uh, that that sort of uh, dictatorship probably doesn't work as well these days, um, particularly in seniors, and it never really has. Um, you've sort of got to do more relationship management as well as, you like, you, you get better from players. Like, players are the ones Thanks. that are on the floor and they're the ones that see things and understand things and go, 
this is happening, what should we do? They ask questions, they're not afraid to. Like, And I'm pretty open in allowing players to ask questions and it's that a, sort of stuff. It's an interesting question because we actually, one of your mentors, Demo, um, we bumped, me and Jimmy bumped into him a couple of months ago, I think it was before Christmas actually, and it was at the stadium and we ended up having a really good conversation and, and asked it a similar thing because times have changed so much. Like back, even when you and Demo were coaching us, like it was – you know, you could be very um, Abuse, open, abusive, open, <laughs> and but like that, like I, I couldn't think of any way, other way of being brought up. Like I loved that. Like we, th- I think all of us sort of thrived off that mentality, and it was like you are going to get fucking yelled at. Sorry for swearing. We are going to get yelled at if we're doing the wrong thing. You know, but, but it's it must be such a tightrope in twenty twenty two of the balancing act of of coaching. People now, kids or adults. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And um, it's a case of, yeah, my style's changed completely, you know, getting back to J-Mac's point. Like, you know, I'm, I'm much more happy to sit down and give the players ownership of, of things um, mm. and allow them to run through their actions and um, make decisions out on the floor because if they if they can't make a decision, if I'm coaching that the entire time, then I'm micromanaging and no one, yeah. li- no one likes a micromanager. So. Mm. And no one wants a team where the players are playing more from fear of being yelled at than than anything else like that's if that's kind of their biggest fear then they're sort of going to adapt their game around that and they're going to just do stuff that doesn't get in too much heat versus maybe trying different things you know trying stuff out i agree with that but i think that there is a time and a place for oh the rocket the rocket still comes yeah but you need to right the rocket still happens because the 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 kids sounding old but the kids of 2022 you, you do see a lot of players that are a lot, and not necessarily in the Gunners program, just generally playing CPL or whatever, the younger generation are that little bit not as resilient. Yeah. You know what I mean? I th- the best piece of advice I think you can give someone coaching young adults is no one knows, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So you can get put a rocket up someone mm. when they know that you're invested in this relationship and you actually want me to be better. Yeah. If you just yell at me and you scream and you, you know, degrade me and insult me, mm. well, I just switch off. Yeah. But and I, it's very hard to develop people when they don't, you know, you're not investing in the relationship as a coach. So you, that that's, I don't want to say the coaches we had as juniors were completely militant. In no, that no, regard, no. But they were a lot more like hit you between the eyes. Yeah. Modern coaching is a lot more about you got to have both. But I think you got to be able to hit people between the eyes, and then you've got to be able to like put a hand over the shoulder and say, "How are you?" Yeah, <laughs> everything without, go correct. Go, like, yeah, yeah, like, and that's a a lot of the stuff I do and have done for a long time with the you know Vikings guys as well as with the Gunners guys now is. How are you? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. What's happening outside of what's happening outside of basketball? Yeah. Like what's happening at work? What's happening with the missus? What's yeah. happening yeah. with or you know, your partner or whatever? What's yeah. happening yeah. with your family? Like, you know, those those are sort of the things you've got to spend time investing in and build relationships yeah. with the guys. Um, as well as you've got to know that, okay, this player doesn't mind being yelled at a little bit. Yeah. Or this player no, they don't really respond to that. So I've got to find a different way to, you know, communicate with that player. But I totally agree. You've yeah. got to you've got to build those relationships because you if you don't do that and you just start yelling at them, it's just not going to work. I think you've off. you've always been good at that though, Pete. I think like that's why you're sitting here today. Like after coaching us fifteen 
years ago almost. Is it 15? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 2008. Um, you know, and we're all such good mates still. Like mm-hmm. it was without blowing smoke up your ass. I think that's one of your best yeah. attributes. And and we did have even your old man, Whitey, was very good at that as well. Being yeah. able to, you know, you, you had that hug. You, he you knew he cared about you, but he could also slap you in the face mm. and go. Wait, that that's why it hurts when your parents yell at you. You know, yeah, yeah. because the parents are the people who care for you most in your life. So you know when they're really upset. Oof, that really hurts. Whereas a teacher yelling at me, it's like, mm, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. teacher's always on me. <laughs> so there was a great the the coach before you in nationals before you coached us was Jerry Lee. He, <laughs> so no, no, but it's just interesting the contrast. Because Careful, Jerry Lee's been a he's a good coach, but he's yeah. always been a yeller and a, yeah, yeah, you know, very he hard. Did, coach, he didn't have that, but, but he didn't have that other side. Yeah. So it was very. Good for us, and I guess that's how we all came together as a really, a good really close knit team. We still got yelled at by you, but we knew it was coming from a good place, and we mm, always yeah. had that that other side of the relationship that Jerry Lee we never had. And that had was with. the season was, before we got paid and demo, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that absolutely. We had Jerry, yep. yeah, yep. and that's what right. I mean. The, co- the contrast between it, you can yell and scream, and or I guess mm. we, we were a lot more reciprocal of it. Good word. Yeah, <laughs> get around him. Word of the day. Better than coagulate. <laughs> N- nothing is better than coagulate. Do not, do not shut my word down. <laughs> no, but that's just a great example of you know Jerry would yell and he'd yell yeah. and scream. Oh, yeah. But and you again, did. for me as a player, I, that was fine. Like I could take it, but mm. a lot of players couldn't. No. Yeah. And um, but you didn't have that compassionate side to be able all. to. Yeah. You know. He, he probably didn't even know your last name. Exactly. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, so getting back on track from a timeline point of view, we got up to um, where National you started coaching, Zoom, yeah. coaching us. Coaching you Talk boys. A little yeah. bit about your representative coaching now. So Nationals, Yowies. I, you don't want to talk about my... Two minutes and six seconds I played with you guys. I remember that. Game. We'll get it to was, that. We'll was, get to that in the quick hitters. We'll get to that in the quick hitters section. That was the game that me and you bought those Jordans beforehand, wasn't it? It, it yeah. was. And then, the I, black Jordan then all I had to sixes, do, I had I to suit up in them because yes, I didn't did. have any shoes. You did. And we had a bunch of injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go, sorry, we'll leave that we'll for the quick hitters. I think there was a certain referee's partner on the sideline that Jimmy had a good conversation with as well during that game. It wasn't that game. It fucking was. Anyway. Was that in Hills? No, that was Hills. We played Hills. It was Parramatta the night before and then it was Hills. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Anyway, I <laughs> guilty. Anyway, we move. We move forward. So, we, we yeah. Move on. When did you um? So you net, did you head coach nationals at all? No, I so no, I didn't. So yeah. I was assistant coach. Effectively, I was a head coach yep. because uh, you know working with Brian, um, he he definitely uh, allows his assistant coaches. Um, a lot of freedom yeah. as well as there's an expectation to do a lot of the work. But, like, without it, uh, I wouldn't be a head coach now. Like, yep. Demo um, also had to take a little bit of a time out to recover from cancer, if I'm not mistaken. He did. He period. did have cancer um, and during our season in 2008 there and yeah. he did have to take some time off and that's when – the two assistant coaches, which was myself you, and Jack, Junior, Junior Hand, yeah. yeah, we yeah. got we got promoted to being head coaches, yeah. and uh, we went. I think one game he he went with the softly, him, softly yeah. approach, and then that wasn't working. So I went in with the rocket approach, and neither worked either. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, right, this is why you have a head coach. Like you guys, players tend to respect the head coach, <laughs> uh, and the assistant coach coaching. 
the game is a yeah. bit different, right? So, um, yeah, so seeing like the NBL this year with the amount of teams where the assistant coaches had to step up and coach the team through COVID stuff and you see the team drop a game to a team they shouldn't and I'm just like, oh, I get it. Like I understand yeah. that now because <laughs> it's just a – it's a different – uh, it's a different feeling, I think, for players, and it's a, the level of respect that um, you know you've got as the yeah. head coach that they generally listen. I don't think they mean to not. It's just a case of yeah. they're used to that voice being you know the one that they listen to, and now they've got these other yeah. guys telling them what to do. I, th- you're I not, think you're not like my real dad. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, <laughs> modern coaching is well kind of trending towards an offensive and defensive coordinator as well. So one of your assistants is in charge of, yeah, here's the specific set of uh, sets, plays we want to run this game because we think it'll be effective. The other assistant, well, here's the the coverages, the schemes we want to be in to shut down X, Y, Z. And head coach is there to just keep, you know, the, the... the bird's eye view of mm. the team, mm. you know, kind of just oversee that and, and regulate it, not to be deep into the minutiae, having assistants do Minu- the scout. Sorry? Minutiae. Minutiae. Uh, explanation. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the finer details. Down, down in the weeds, as yeah. you'd yes. say. Yeah. Okay. Mm. No, no, I knew. I just want to make yeah, sure yeah. the listeners did. Mate. Copy. What do you, you say about, what what are you saying about I do listeners? make up words when I've had a few beers. Yeah. <laughs> You start to get real liberal with yeah. your vocabulary. Yeah, but if you say it with confidence, yeah, everyone believes it. Then I just it. confidently yeah. lie about the definition of them. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's Spanish for a whale's vagina. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Why? Why do you get, so, get his beer? Get his to, beer. No, I haven't had a we're big... We're staying PG. I haven't this had is, a big drop. We're we're with, you just said you'd edit it out at the start. We're with, we're with a no, local is, celebrity. This is, not, this is not getting edited for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not editing that. Can you coach Zach on Monday? Thanks, boys. Be good, to, good to have you. Can you tell us about your uh, stint with the Yowies? Uh, yes. So, um, following on from uh, coaching you guys, had a had a little bit of a break from the rep stuff, yeah. um, and then went back and coached. Uh, no, look, you guys moved on. That was mm, the, you know, you did. guys moved to the Gunners, and yeah. um, you know, some some would say you know the worst Gunners team in history. I, I wouldn't, but <laughs> <laughs> we would. Don't worry, you're not offending us. Uh, sorry, are you are you are you talking about on the court or off the court? Oh no, no, on the court, off the court. You guys were always the, the all time greatest. Yeah, no, we should yeah. we we need a jersey in the stand for the off the court, yeah, like yeah. just with you a couple guys, of moose heads, like vodka raspberries dripping down it. <laughs> Like that, you know what I mean? That started at uh, nationals, and so yeah, uh, we did have bus a, trips home. When, when last week, listening to your uh, your uh, go, the Gold Coast selection of Jimmy, I was like, I was just thinking of that yeah, nationals that trip, trip <laughs> man. Yeah. The end of good. the end of season trip. You weren't going to come, Whitey. Nah. And I think we did a fundraiser to get you to come. Yes. Freshly turned 18 as well. Uh, Demo was there. Pete was there. We had one of Demo's mates there. Yeah, he worked. (laughs) I can't remember his name. Was he our driver or something? Eddie Ruiz. Yeah. Yeah. Ruiz Construction. Yeah, the great Eddie Ruiz. He was a gentleman. Yeah, Yeah. he's a good man. Really yeah, good man. Good people. Yeah, yeah, we stint though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Look, so we're always going to digress. For the, Queen for and Yowie. Queen so, and Yowie. So yeah, the, yeah the, did, uh, did under 18 nationals for a couple of years as yeah. an assistant slash actually probably the head coach. But <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. it was good. It was kind of prime me. And then I yeah. um, uh, got tapped on the shoulder and asked to do um, the Gunners Academy job. At the same time, I got asked to do the Yowie's job. Um, and look at that point in time, I was just, um, 
little disgruntled around some coaching things and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take the Yowie's job. Um, I think, you know, um, it was it was the more difficult job. I could have taken the Gunners Academy job and had great kids coming through and um, that would have been, you know, fine, but I don't think I would have actually probably developed as a coach. I think I developed more with that Yowie's group yeah. as a coach because we weren't we weren't good. Like I had a lot of veterans who were understood the game really well. Yeah. And then I had a lot of young kids that just were not up to the level. And it was a case of trying to balance that and bring them all together and Yeah. Um, Did you you work played against that, that national, Gunners. The, yeah, the Gunners Academy team? You're, a lot of yeah, those boys as, in as your team. team. So, yeah. So, yeah, so and a lot of the guys that coach at Vikings at that point yeah. in time as well. So it's been a nice little rivalry. Um yeah, look, it was a good rivalry. Um as well as my assistant coach my first year at Yowies was the head coach of the Gunners Academy at the time. So um <laughs> Yeah, he took that after after one year because he was like, oh, Pete believes in me and gave me all this responsibility. Same thing Brian did with me. I can go yeah. do this. And he took the job and beat me, the bastard. Wow. <laughs> but, like, I love him. Sam Adams, he's a great man. He's smart a coach. Man. He's a, Is that um, yeah. Westies? Yeah. Yeah, ex-Westies. Yeah. 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 Does he still play Westies? He's currently the uh, high-performance coach for Northern Tasmania. He is. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So he... he um, you know, he, he was here in Canberra and we probably should have done a little more to try keep him, but yeah. we couldn't and we couldn't match some of the offers he was getting elsewhere and he yeah. went to Newcastle for a bit and then, yeah, good um, on him. Yeah, then got the North West Tasmania gig and you look at the amount of coaches yeah. who've come from Tasmania who end up at the COE, right? Like, uh, uh, Yeah, Michael Cassidy, Nate Brereton, who's there right now. Yeah, um, I think yeah, it's a Mark Radford. It's who's a great NBL right now. I think as well, it's a great so. nursery for coaches. So yeah, he can go is. in there as ultra smart. Oh, awesome. He wants to be. He wants to be. You know, a long term yeah, coach like coach. this is what he wants yeah. to do. So. Good on him. Are the Thunder yeah. in the NBL one South? South, yes. yes. With the uh, Victorians, yeah. quite a strong team again. Yes. For more reports. Yeah, there's oh, look every team strong yep. this yep. year. It's going to be tough if they get the uh, Armstrong boys back, <laughs> who've been yeah, destroying it for Cal Baptist as well. They will play with even better. Play, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, they're sons. Ben's oh, sons. I was about to say, those guys must be old as shit. But yeah. No. <laughs> so, Are they still playing? Yeah. Uh, Taren, oh, that makes me. me, that's the official, that's just the epitome of feeling <laughs> old. Oh, yeah, we used to play with them. No, no, we're talking about their sons. Yeah. Sons, they're both very, very good. Very, very good. Mm, Is it, yeah. um, it's fair to say with your, the, the choice going to Queanbeyan um, with the Yowies, you know, we, we've had a lot of rivalries, I think, in this room with, with Queanbeyan, but... They've got a really good culture there. Like they're, it's a bit of a brotherhood. Like if you play for Queanbeyan, you know, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if they've all got tattoos of the Yowie. The Yowies, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, look, I live out at Queanbeyan right now. Yeah. Two six two zero. Like hey, shouts. <laughs> but yeah, no, they 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 absolutely do, and I think um, that was kind of also part of the lure for me as well, as well as. Um, look, they're all adults at that yeah. program, and I, that's kind of what I wanted to be coaching at that time whereas um the gunners academy was a lot of young kids um and guys that aren't quite 18 years old yet and it it just wasn't you couldn't get pissed with them is that what this is where we're at right (laughs) you couldn't go have a beer after the game which is one thing right um and 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 i think that's a really big thing when you're coaching adult teams of having a culture of getting together it doesn't have to be to drink like i've got players now who don't yeah absolutely there's no onus on them to go do that. There no, is no, only no, no, no. the onus to come along, 
Yeah, and just be as a group outside of – it's like work, like doing something outside of work that has nothing to do with what we're doing correct. as that current goal and it's just to hang out and get to know each yeah, other. Correct, exactly. Yeah, correct, exactly. So uh, that's kind of why, you know, I sort of ended up with that program as well. And you know what? It was. It was just way more challenging. We only trained once a week. Yeah. You know, like um, I had a bunch of veterans who, you know, <laughs> were playing social or Prem 1 still. So it was like a second training a week would have broke them. Yeah. And as well as weekend games and you're away and if you've got a double header on the road and all those sorts of things. So um, yep. they reminded me of you boys in 2008 off the court for sure. <laughs> <laughs> shouts to John O'Miller because he would have been yeah, heading that up. I was going to say shouts to John O'Miller. You know yeah, John O'Miller was sure. probably the head of that monster. Him and uh, Sebastian Koo, those two were oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm currently not talking to Lazaro. We're mm. in the grand final of um, Fantasy NBA Ooh. at the moment. Yep. So there's radio silence between us right, for the okay. next week. Yeah. But Petey, when you were um, when you were doing that Yowie's gig, you were still heavily, heavily involved with all the Viking stuff as well, weren't you? Yeah. And the prestigious Pork Sword CPL team. I yes. was, yes. So uh, you were pretty much prestigious. Were, yes, yes, very prestigious. You were pretentious. When you talk about you know that you're too, just pretentious. Co- yeah, you're only training yourself, once a week <laughs> with that team, but you were literally coaching and invo- had your finger in the honeypot of like so many teams at that time right so Can i was, you remember how many teams yeah so i was coaching monday night we'd do yowie's training tuesday would be swords and you know we were just the best team in the comp shouts yeah. <laughs> didn't okay. didn't didn't Thanks. recruit didn't recruit many prem one or yowie's players at all it's <laughs> <laughs> not what i do <laughs> Wouldn't 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 recruit a player like that at all, uh, and bring him into the swords just to keep us relevant for longer. Jesus, <laughs> we've done it again as well. By the way, Choppy's doing a great job. Yeah, he's taken over. Yeah, he's he's taken over that role. Uh, I almost stole Jared Hampton from you boys, which yeah. would have uh, would have he he's going to get MVP. He wouldn't have left me. Come on, he'll get he'll get MVP this season. Yeah. Yeah. It's lucky oh, there is no salary cap. No, and we and just me and, me and Jimmy's veteran. Um, no, you salary is minimums. expensive, man. Talking about everyone else, the guys who contribute to winning. <laughs> you two just making up the numbers Sorry. there, old man. <laughs> Beg your pardon, mate. I am Jimmy. I am. Jimmy, I am the won, Jimmy is still a, won a chip last year in Prem Two. Like, Captain. Yeah. I might do, do you know who won CPL last year? Do you know who that was? Just by chance. I I heard it was this rubbish team that you know uh, similarly Cannons. just continue to bring on players like us. Cannons. So, but yeah. by the way, it, believe it, it everyone Cannons. in that Cannons team is the guys that he coached at Yowie's. That's by the fine. Way. So that's fine. I'm equal opportunity. We have that Queanbeyan spirit at, at <laughs> Cannons. Hope you're listening out there, Johnny South. <laughs> um, want to transition? That was only the opening segment of the podcast. Jeez, right? Well, oh, just want to finish. Yeah, off sorry. How go. many games? Are, so then Tuesday, yeah. Swords. Yeah. Wednesday, Prem One. Yeah. Thursday, Prem Two. Friday, I'd have that off to watch the football, which was amazing. Yeah. I'd lo- I love watching the football. Saturday, we'd be on the road with the Owies and. Sunday night I'd be training for Vikings oh, and that's and we'd that's start what, all over again so Friday nights were good yeah. um, and that, yeah. that's what I was sort of getting at in your early career is um, because I know what you do and the effort you put into <laughs> basketball in Canberra is massive um, and uh, and it's it's really interesting to hear that even from the start where you know you're just loosely sort of coaching you're still you know you're feeling your weekend pretty quickly around basketball it's been something that you 
is almost in your blood. And obviously a full-time job around that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you also need to make so, yeah. money. <laughs> to be fair, I ran yeah. into a former boss today whilst I was out at a basketball uh, harmony day thing for a basketball ACT and we were having a chat and he was like, yeah, you're still doing this? And I was like, yeah, look, um, doing it, uh, still doing it. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's been a really big focus for you. I was like, yeah, probably uh, work wasn't a big focus. He was like, look, your word's not mine. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, uh, at that point in time, yeah, I probably work-wise uh, just um, did enough to get by. As, you- as an APS employee, I was, in, you know, an APS 5, APS 6, and mm. would you know, which allowed me to do all this basketball stuff because if I, if I was any higher at that point in time, I just wouldn't have been able to do it. And it, mm. and it's sacrifices, right? And and I, I mean this genuinely, the, the, um, how much you put into basketball in Canberra is huge. Like it's people like you that make programs successful in in this town so it's yeah. awesome dude and on, on that doesn't note go unnoticed well yeah we probably do need to do a better job of uh one our coaching pathways and coaching developments yeah i think i'll say this so you don't have to say it pete but i don't think we do a good enough job taking care of the volunteers here at basketball act who make the sport go yeah who keep the wheels running who mm. keep the thing turning so greased yeah, Just the recognition, right? Yeah, a bit of recognition and also a bit of support. Develop them. Develop our coaches. Yeah. Give, yeah. give some recognition to the pit, the managers and stuff like that, you know. It's a little thing. Mm. It goes a long, long way to keeping people in the system as well, keeping people involved in basketball for life. And even to the point of, like, payment as yeah. well. Like, you hear the amount of sacrifices they do. Yeah. Like, it, it's bonkers. Like, yeah. I couldn't think of – I love basketball. I could not think for the fucking life of me doing something after work every fucking night. No. That is ridiculous. No. And if someone is doing that and contributing to the success of yep. this um, this uh, town, yep. fucking hook them up. Yeah. And it, look, to be fair, yeah. I do get a, a a small amount of money as yeah. remuneration. Yeah. So that is, you know, absolutely. You deserve more. I don't way. know what it but is. It, but it was never always like that, Petey. Like yeah. that's, no, that's no. been a long time coming mm. for you. Like you've. Yeah, you yeah. Look, uh, you know what? Like the, the money doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. No, I've got, no, a, I've got a good, good enough job that the, the yeah, sentiment it, though it doesn't matter to me. But like, it is the you, are, you know worth. what I mean. Like it's not what you're getting paid; it's the fact that you are getting some money. Yeah, that's yeah. the oh yeah, it does matter. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's something that I definitely um, uh, appreciate. Like that they do, and um, you know what? To be fair. You know, half that money probably goes back into the program anyway. Yeah. Slash to and the, the other half in the pokies. Road trips <laughs> to, the, to the pot belly down the road. So they're they're all like road trips, right? <laughs> so, question for you. Uh, now that you have coached 28 years, I believe you said earlier, you would have developed a coaching philosophy, a way that your teams like to play, yep. a style of play. Yep. I assume you'll be implementing that with the Gunners this year. Yep. Can uh, you... Yeah, a little bit. I yeah. think um, probably the biggest thing that I've done over the last few years is probably just adapt to my personnel more yes. than anything. Like yeah. really, you've got to be able to adapt whatever you're doing, your style, um, to who your players are out on the floor. But like, you know, my like my philosophy was similar to Demo in that um, run and gun, shoot the three. Like, yeah. you know, seven seconds or less Phoenix, like... We've always sort of loved that and like, you know, 
J-Mac was allowed to come down and shoot a three, right? Like, no. you know. <laughs> Worst decision you've ever made in your coaching career. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. Jimmy is a shooter, like, despite having the body of a power forward and the strength of a power forward, like, yeah. would always play at the guard type spot and was allowed to shoot, like, and, you know, could get white hot, you know what I mean? And these, like, these are just these two guys. Did you making your way around to... The, the other shooter in the room? Uh, less, less. I thought I was just going to stop there and maybe move on to some other players. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, you would say that you're, you're, you are empowering guys. To, we want to play fast, so we want to get up and down the floor. We want to take high percentage shots, so like open threes early in the clock. Yeah. And get, absolutely. getting on the rim early. Like absolutely, yep. like I – like it, like – the the open shot is the good shot. Yeah. Like that has always been a philosophy yeah. of mine. Don't turn down open don't, shots. Don't don't turn down yeah. something like if we've come down and had five one pass shots in a row just because they're open then and not got anything, then that's a different yeah. thing. You okay, we need to make a change here. But yeah. um it, it it's a case of particularly if you hit one or two in a row, like momentum's such a big thing in this game that if um if if you get that opportunity you should be looking to take it. But yeah, like um, I think, you know, for our group, um, we, we probably play slower than we should. Yeah. Um, but we 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 have a lot of different actions in our group, but they're all quick hitters. There's nothing that's a continuity offense. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm a strong believer of, you know, once it breaks down, like every offense, you have the first eight to ten seconds of that and then it breaks down anyway. So it's a case of if I run a continuity offense, like teams just get used to that all the time. Yeah. Start taking stuff away and players go, oh, what am I supposed to do now? I'm and, supposed to run here. Like, and players get into a mindset of, when you know, like to me stuff like flex and shuffle, their classic examples of continuity offense. That's when you get them turning down good shots because yeah. they're just go through the motion, X, I cut here, I screen here. Dot, dot. They're not playing mm. which is why yeah you want structure or sorry you want framework but you want freedom yeah. within the framework he, here's a couple of you know spain pick and roll side you know whatever it is mm. and then bang last 14 seconds of the shot clock just play yeah we've created a little advantage for you guys now you just freedom to just take advantage of that yeah and that's uh, like 100 percent. i've been a proponent yeah. of that for a long time like for the longest time our vikings team's didn't run anything. We didn't yeah. train. We didn't yeah. train for, you know, six years. Like. Something you always sort of pushed on me and our, and the teams that I was involved with you was just the flow. It was always it didn't matter. We weren't necessarily running an offense. If that flow stopped and we weren't on a run, then we would think about running an offense, something simple. But and I always remember that came from demo. Is that something you picked up from demo or did you is that I mean, you've I, always I, sort of believed in your whole... I like kind of always sort of believed demo. it, like, even before he came along. Yeah. Um, it was always something of, you know, like, get the ball through hands, um, good ball movement, and, uh, you know, um, like, the biggest thing I spruik all the time these days is defense, and I've been spruiking it forever to the Vikings guys, yeah. and I spruik it now to the Gunners guys. Yeah. Like, it's um, always, always on defense, like, because it's the hardest part of the game, like, mm. particularly with the rules always changing to make offense better, shoot more shots, things it's, like that. Offense is a more attractive part of the game and that's why a lot of the younger generation probably focus on that. Yeah, and you look at than, the NBA and, yeah, it's, and it's all like 130 know. points and they're like, yeah, yeah like, but, you know. But that Vikings, well, and again, the teams that I was always involved with you, we were always pretty high-scoring teams, but that high-scoring came from the defense. Like, you can't, we can't, couldn't get that flow, couldn't get that rolling unless we were playing D. 
And similar to like Golden State Warriors, right? You don't think of them, you think of them as an amazing offensive team. But they're all, year in, year out, they're one of the top defensive teams. Mm. And which allows them to run and allows them to flow. So like, I don't know. I think yeah. that's, that's always been the, the yeah. thing that yeah. you forced on, or that I've been pl- yeah, yeah. It was always yeah. about like D creates our opportunities. The more yeah. the more engaged we are there, the more we help each other there, the more you just make one extra rotation. Like you yeah. just make one extra rotation, one extra piece of effort. And you know what? Like if someone hits a tough shot over a hand, they hit a tough shot over a hand. But if you just made that one extra piece of effort, it might be just enough for someone to miss a shot or, yeah. you know, just throw a turnover or get a shot clock violation. And yeah. Have you had any pushback from the current boys... Uh, I guess saying they don't like that style, or they would prefer to play somewhere different. Particularly some of the bigs, <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, might, who might want to play a bit slower. And yeah. no, to to be <laughs> fair, actually, the um, they've uh, they're they're pretty happy with. Yeah, they're probably more happy with the motion type stuff, and would probably prefer we ran a little bit more. Like um, a lot of our lot of our setup has a horns type setup, like. You know, any team, bigs, any yep. any any team in the league could see and scout us and see that. Yeah. Uh, but our actions don't necessarily aren't always a horns type action. So uh, it's just where the guys sort of start, and it's a case of um, to make things easy for the guys. Uh, tailored some things around having the bigs in those positions, but they're not necessarily horns. Yeah. specific actions i've just sort of tailored them so the guys start here yeah this is how it, how it's going to work so that because we've got probably eight or nine quick hitters yeah like that's a lot like you know most teams go we've got you know two offenses and then a zone type offense you know what yeah. i mean like these are our two offenses we're going to run these and a zone thing whereas we've got eight or nine quick hitters that the guys have got to be able to run and, and talk through and things like that. So I think probably the big sometimes would be like, let's just run motion. Like, let's just play. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a big body. I'm going to go set a screen and roll and go to yeah. the basket. Yeah. And I think that particularly with your two bigs, the catch and Glenn who can face up and, and, and shoot the ball, that kind of, yeah, lifting those bigs early in the set does create a lot of opportunities for everyone around them as well. So mm-hmm. probably good transition to talk specific players. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. You've got a squad, not a team of 12. So a squad I've of players... A, I've got a squad. There's a lot of injuries from. at the moment, though. So I've probably got 11 players that are healthy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. tough. Yeah, can real you, tough. Can you quickly run us through the squad? Uh, yeah, so... Um, when, when you yeah. say when you say uh, squad versus team... Yeah. Because uh, when you go on the road, do you take 10 or 12? Uh, I prefer to take 12. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're supposed to only take 10 yeah. from, you know, yeah. a financial perspective yep. as well as, you know, uh, a playing perspective. Sometimes 10 is much easier to manage on the road. Yeah. Um, but I prefer to have 12 um, for a number of different reasons um, in that um, sometimes a guy that is one of your key bench guys isn't really up to it that game or whatever. Um, or you get early foul trouble somewhere else and you're like, oh, where do I go from here? And you're like, well, I don't have another guy to fill that spot. So, yeah. And it's it, – tell me if I'm wrong here, but camaraderie point of view, I think it would be good because you're taking the whole team versus – I remember on a Thursday um, – a, a Thursday training session, you know, they'd announce who's going on the road for that week. Yeah. And if you're one of those – not the – uh, very often was because I was obviously one of the best. Um, 
that <laughs> you can hear the giggles in the background. Um, but if you didn't get picked for that road trip, you know, like it would bring you down, you mm. know, and and being able to just have a bit of camaraderie with the team, I don't think would be a bad thing. Good, if you uh, take the whole good development for the really young guys as well. Yeah. You're coming along, you know, if you're 16, 17 years old, you're not expecting to play yeah. minutes, but to just be there. Be on the road, in a hostile understand environment. what you're doing. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see what it's and like. And we've, we've got some really yeah. good young kids coming through, which I hope to give yeah, opportunities this year for them to go yeah. sit on the end of a bench. And so, so quick rundown of the squad. Uh, so the squad uh, at the moment, uh, we've got Dahl, who's our uh, point guard and uh, very nice addition. Uh, was at uh, junior college last year um, yeah. and just was a bit homesick and wanted to come home. So it was uh, nice to receive him back. Uh, he was key in that Canberra Gunners Academy group that won a couple of years ago and He'll be a big key to us this year. Um, we've got Sean Mills, who uh, played last year. My boy. Yeah, Millsy. I love Millsy. And he's a sword as well. So yeah, that, that was good recruiting boy. there. Love that, brother. <laughs> got that um, filthy lefty stroke too. Oh lefty sniper gang. Yeah. God, and he can shoot. He's, yeah. he's um, just gotten better and better, I think. Um, he, like last year, played nearly 30 minutes a game. And yeah. Whilst wasn't, you know, dropping 20 a game, he didn't need to. He was, he was very like, solid. Yeah. Good decision maker. Great decision maker. Consistent. Yeah, and just doesn't and, – and defensively is very, very good. Yeah. So he just uh, isn't going to – I've just seen his confidence grow and grow over the, yeah. Like, yeah. the last few years, hasn't it? Like he was always pretty – I think the time, yeah, himself, the time with the veterans in Pork Swords, I think – which, him which up veterans they have? <laughs> all of them. Every single player on oh. Fox Swords is a veteran. Jimmy. They have a couple of old Brendan Fowlers in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want them learning from those, those two. <laughs> would you Would you say as well? He seems like a pretty low maintenance type of guy to manage. He, oh, he doesn't he, like when he first came across to me at Vikings. He yeah. was like, I was just like played him as much as possible and just. I didn't say anything to him yeah. most of the time. Like, in fact, when I do say something and he barks back at me, I'm like, "Whoa, okay. hey, whoa, Fair, what, what's like, this? Well, like, where, where did that come from? Yeah, where that, you, normally you don't do this, right? Mm. Um, but I kind of like that about him. It means he's, yeah, grown in confidence. And, yeah. Um, particularly when he goes back to sort of Prem 1 or social levels, he just murders people these yeah. days. Like, he It's just, disgusting to watch yeah. him play for the sort <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just Christ. Like, the day he dropped 40. Between him and Jared, it mm. is. He dropped 48, and wasn't he it, or something? does like. have some quite thick quads from carrying you two on his back for a couple of seasons <laughs> as well. Listen, champion. <laughs> he, oh, he, champion. Champion. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he also carried J-Mac for a period of time. Club and I would like to think that's the reason why he's in that position. 100%. Molding them. We because he's got thick enough quads to carry you. Well, mate, and you know what? I'd love Love to have Millsy down in the duck yeah. and malt. And I reckon we get his opinion because I think he's enjoyed playing I think with he's these too, old souls. He's too polite to tell you guys the truth, but yep. I am not. <laughs> I am he's not. definitely too polite. Let's keep moving. Uh, yeah, so um, William Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, we lost him last year for a lot of the year, which uh, really hurt us. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a beast. Keezy's got, um, got high hopes for young Will. Look, I've got high hopes for a lot of our players. Mm. Like, we've got some really talented guys that, um, you know, if we can have a good year and um, they put in some work, like, they've got opportunities, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we've got to have a good year first as well. Yeah. Like, you know. J-Mac was saying that Will's been putting in a bit of extra effort, would you say? He's, he was never the uh, 
the most applied player, was he? he no. He, he was always passionate, always yeah, loved yeah. it, but yeah. I think he's put a bit more into his fitness and... Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's been doing stuff with uh, Tim Cornforth, who... Um, Shout out to you. Yeah, Timmy. Shout out Niche Peak Performance in Philip. Yeah. Tim Cornforth. Legend. MPP. Get yes. around him. Yeah. Uh, good and man. Uh, he is a man. really good man and and a basketballer previously as well as a footballer. So he kind of successful footballer. Yeah, yeah. very successful. He's yeah. very good. Australian like and he was a, he was a good basketballer for a long time and you know that's how good he was at uh, at football that yeah. basketball just was fell by the wayside but he's um he, he he's come out to games. He comes and watches Will at games, and like has has gone right. Like we had a chat after a game, and this was just during summer. And like, oh, he looks sluggish. Like we'll do some different work with oh, him. Oh, that's like, awesome. You know, like how many other people go? You know, I'm just getting paid, and and I'm not going to work with my athletes outside of that. Like he he had no responsibility. He's got a young family. He has yeah. no no reason to come out. Other than he's like he just wants to see another kid succeed at a high level, so uh, he has been putting in extras. And he, whilst he's probably, and he, we had the conversation the other day, me and him, we went and had a chat uh, just about you know goals and the season and stuff like that. And he said like I'm six kilos heavier than last season, but I'm way more athletic. I'm way stronger. I'm, Which is scary because yeah. he was already <laughs> he's, mate, yeah. he, he's a fucking beast. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, he's trying to rack it all yeah. the time. I've, I've very few people like that I've ever encountered in basketball camera that have the ability and the talent that will. Yeah. I can't even... Can you think of anyone that... Maybe uh, like Peach or something? Would you the, compare it to the, Peach? Like, Yeah, there's a kid at the Centre of Excellence mm. right now who's from Canberra who's... Alex Toy, he's legit. He's yeah, freakishly. He's, he is he's very so athletic right he now is. as well. Yeah, yeah. So. He, he, he is like you know, yeah. Will's. Yeah. Just, I remember. Will, Will's I remember in playing, that category. Will, Will had a class. season before he joined the Sword. I can't remember who he was playing for, and I pride myself on defense. And I remember just like matching up against him, and just holy fuck! Like he's what I don't know, ten years younger than us. Bully ball. Oh my goodness! And I was yeah, like, he's a bit damn. more. He's a bit more than ten years younger <laughs> yeah, than you boys. Do you want to know? Like, yeah. uh, what? How old is he? He, I think he turns twenty two later this oh, year. Oh, that hurts! Because <laughs> yeah. this was probably like four years ago yeah, as yeah. well. He was, he was, <laughs> he was legitimately probably uh, eighteen. When, when, yeah. when yeah. I saw Stop Will shit. Will play uh, as a junior, he was obviously a lot more raw, and we used to say he plays basketball like a football player. Mm-hmm. And now he's just refined his basketball skills, but he still plays basketball. <laughs> Like, like a, a football, football. <laughs> like, yep. Like he, he did is it. A bully. He did it in <laughs> preseason the other day yeah. to, you know, Sutherland when we played them, and like they were missing guys, we were missing guys. Like it's preseason, yeah. right? Like, but yeah, he went on a fifteen to two run. Not, <laughs> not the Gunners. He went on a fifteen to two oh, run. Yeah. Like just and legitimately just doubled guys. Just took the ball and went. No, no, I'm bigger, stronger, faster yeah. than you. Took it and then was. Dunking yeah. it on people and shooting threes, and it will be a crowd favorite for the Gunners faithful this year. Mr. Is Mayhem. he is he sponsored yet individually? He is not sponsored mm. individually. He needs some individual sponsorship. I feel we'll get to that at the end. Okay, um, <laughs> but the bigs, not. we're in. Um, yeah, so the bigs, uh, we've got a, a catch coming back, and uh, love yeah, love a catch. Yeah, he, uh, he was he was he was enjoyable to watch mm. last season. He's just probably he might be the most chilled out and happy go lucky person yeah. I've ever coached. Yeah. And um more than me. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about you before you step over the white line? 
I heard I heard you got ejected in a preseason game the other day. Get out of here. What are you for about? Prem 2. You play preseason games for Prem 2? Apparently they do. Oh my well, god. Well, Jimmy doesn't. He walks out of them. <laughs> yeah. I I Did you get ejected? Absolutely not. Tech foul? No. Maybe. Uh <laughs> This yeah, is not, she did. This is this is not the story. I'm um, yeah. This there's there's holes. We've got sources close yeah, to the this, incident. Yeah, yeah. With, AKA chop. With uh, bigger catch, do you think that type of maybe lackadaisicals too harsh? But does that some personality sometimes hold him back a little bit on the court? Like if he was a little bit more intense, if he was a little bit more aggressive, uh, that would be to the benefit of himself and the team. Um, sometimes I do, but other times I think, um, that he, I think it's probably finding the things that motivate him. Yeah. He's probably been, you know, the thing for me, um, and to help him to get better. Yeah. And there are, there are times where you go, oh, maybe I wish you were a bit more engaged on things. But then when you go back and show him film, he actually he's responds. A, he's and, very smart. Hmm. Ultra smart, a very smart kid, and it, he he does. While he might have a chilled out attitude, he has gotten a lot better. You don't get better if you don't do work. Correct. So he's obviously, and he's always putting in extras. Like yeah. that guy is in the gym, like yeah. doing work, working on his game all yeah. the time with his with his yeah. mates. How old's like, Cash? Again, he's another one who's like maybe twenty one this yeah. year. Yeah, he's, like, he's Mayfield age, I think. Yeah, yeah, like he's he's young, Fuck like you old. Know. your yeah. big uh, veteran center in the middle. Yeah, uh, big uh, big uh, Glenn Morrison. Mm-hmm. So uh, six foot ten, big mm-hmm. Glenn, the big teddy bear. He's um <laughs> he's an, he's another player that when I played against a couple of years ago, and I was like. Fuck me! So like he's yeah. strong, big, thick boy. But, but he's he is so competent with the basketball as well for a big. Mm. Like he'll grab it out at the three and still be able to get past you. Like we we were doing preseason stuff uh, last year, and I was like, I'll guard you in the post. And like my my big thing as a player was I was an undersized big man who shot the three but could guard guys in the post and push them off with my Do weight. not discount your post moves, Peter. And, well, it was literally... It's been a while. It was literally left hand, left hand block, take one dribble to the middle, lock lock in and then just go baseline <laughs> and chuck it up. Or go, and get a foul and, like, go to the line and everyone will be like, didn't touch him. Usually wheezing. <laughs> didn't touch him. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't give him that. I've foul. never fouled anyone. Well, that that's also true. That's the, fact. The white tornado... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fact. I've never found anyone, but um, yeah. So I was guarding. I was guarding him in the post, and he smashed me about four times in a row in the middle of the chest and yeah. bullied me. And I was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm not guarding you in the post anymore. I'm, I'm not. Out. I'm not helping you out. Yeah. I'm done. Like that's it. That's that's where I now retire because you're too big, strong, physical for me. Like this is where it's got to. Yeah. How's he looking? Looking good, um, you know, just rounding himself into, uh, you know, shape and form for the season. Yep. Um, much, as you know, Whitey, much tougher for the big guys to maintain, you know, uh, yeah. shape and fitness in the off-season when you're that big. Yeah. And um, as well as, you know, getting back into 
pre-season training, like pre-season needs to be to round your body back into yeah. shape and get yourself ready. I Glenn's pretty good at looking after himself. Why, do, but why isn't looking too bad for 10 off-seasons in a row? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering that uh, by the time I retired, I was also not in good shape in the middle of the season. Uh, yeah. You're probably in better shape now. Nah, 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 nah. Um, and then maybe just a quick roundup of, of the other... What do we got? Ten players in the squad there. So that, I assume that's probably the starting. Yep. So I know we, still we shouldn't confirm starting lineups. That's obviously subject to change. Oh, of course, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Like the, you know, um, we've got Reese K, obviously, love, legend, love Reese. Um, absolutely, how, coming how, back from his, how's, yeah, his how's knee? he going? Yep. Looking really good. Awesome. Yeah, like good. Um, you know, and he and I had a number of chats at the start about. Um, you know, setting expectations around coming back and yeah. being ready to go and things like that. And, um, you know, we had a number of conversations about that and I, I was very much of the, you know, this is a hard thing to come back from and you really need to, you know, curb the expectations of where you're going to be at. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a full ACL reconstruction, right? And th- ACL, MCL, yeah, we were, right. yeah. And 80% the whole, the whole of his fruit bowl, meniscus. as Dub would say. It's he did whole, all three We were, 80% we were, of his We were there for that game. It was in a pork swords I game. I can't believe that. Yeah. They say with an ACL, probably 12 months return to play, mm. 18 to 24 return to performance. So you can get back on the court, but getting back to where you were on the court before you got injured, mm. that is again another six to 12 months. Mm. So if you're impatient with the process there, you're then vulnerable for, for further setbacks. Yeah, so. and he's done a really good job. Like um, COVID was probably the best thing that happened for him because yeah. we slowed him down a bit. Slowed him down as well as he could go put in that work. And so he's now you know, almost at the point where he's 24 yeah. months. He's like at 18 months now. Yeah. And you can just see like um, there was a little bit of rust early in the preseason, which you just got to shake off and, yeah. you know, a little bit for him. Um, I think at the time, confidence-wise, it was a little bit down. I was like, look, man, just take your time. It's just going to take some time to shake it off. Yeah. And, you know, he's just going from strength to strength. I now. was running around with him a couple of weeks ago and I don't reckon he's lost a step. No, like he's no, back. no, not he's at all. He is back. Like he Jumper absolutely, was wet. Yeah. Wow. He is absolutely back, yep. which is yeah. exciting. Yep. Uh, Mitchie Brown, which love Mitchie Brown. Yep. Like him Solid. and Reese are just, him, Reese and catch are my three probably smartest players. But yep. Mitch and Reese are by far like, you know, Smart, just from an IQ point of view, understanding the game. They both have, you know, played it at different levels. You know, race in Europe and Mitch at college, um, and also them playing it under me and Jimmy and Swords. Mm. Obviously, would have. Yeah, yeah, that probably hindered them, and they've, you know, I've had to take some time to get that out of them before they, you know. <laughs> but they're yeah. pretty level-headed, like emotionally on the court. Like they don't, you know, Will can be a bit of a firecracker sometimes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Reese is always. I wonder been who he got that from. <laughs> Mate, I just wonder who he got that from. Before he, uh, before I met Will, he was always heated. He's yeah, heated. He's <laughs> always he's always had. Yeah, he could always get angry. That's for sure. But you know, uh, I love a player like that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have coached Jamie Mesman if I couldn't uh, manage a player what, who facts. would. Uh, we'll get you know, to Mesman a little up. bit later as well. <laughs> who else we got uh, in the squad? Uh, so we've also uh, got a few of the young guys from last year. So Alex Archer. Yep, Tristan Scotcher. Yep, we've got we've got both of those two young guys. Scotcher yep. is might be the most athletic player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, like, holy dude! Wow. Surprisingly athletic. Look at him. He's he's a bit like J Mac, skinny, pasty. 
but then all of a sudden, left hand thunder in the middle of warm up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Left hand thunder. I don't. I don't. Just J Mac did love some left handed thunder. Yeah, just to mix it up. Yeah. Throw down a bit of come down right hand right hand layup lines, but just come down the middle of the lane and throw down some left handed thunder if you yeah. don't mind, and yeah. then go and sit on the bench for the rest of the game. <laughs> Well, at least you were on the road. Dub was sitting at home. So. Yeah. Facts. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. I don't think I missed a road trip that he didn't go on. Yeah. I think we went on a road trip. Archer and um, Tristan give you a little bit of size, a little bit of length, a little yeah, bit of shooting Yeah, they're, as they're, well. they're biggish sort of guards wings. Yeah. Like they're not, uh, yeah. you know, ultra small. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I love both of those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, they're great for us. And yeah. We added a, a, a new guy this year who played for ANU last year in Prem One, Maxi Cooper. Yep. He's uh, he can shoot it. Yeah, former Fuck former Central Coast. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and lo- love yeah. that he's just not afraid to like. No, not yeah. at all. No, he will, he, he <laughs> he's will, not shy. No, nah, he will get no. him up. And you know yeah. what? Like, yeah, he can shoot the crap out of yeah. him. Like he, yeah, yeah, he can get white hot. Yeah, so. I compared him to uh, what's if Lockie Ross had a jump shot. That's <laughs> that's what he would be like. Lucky, Lucky, Lucky Ross, Ross tells with a J. us he has a jump shot. Yeah, he's tells us that. <laughs> what, Stats would beg to differ. <laughs> he's. I don't reckon I'm getting that interview with him anytime soon. Now no. I just said that. Like Stats think, would beg to differ. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, some backup bigs? Uh, yep. So we've got Glenn and a catch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey Pete, Whitey's well, willing say, to come I'm, out of I'm, fitness wise. I'm all right at the You're moment. You're looking pretty so fit. If you need, yeah. if you need a yep. backup big, hey, yeah, I'm yeah. ready Me, to bang. Don't we went to. We I think there's a conflict of interest having a sponsor on the team. Let's, yeah. say, true. let's say that's the problem. All right. No all right. Well, I'm in then. All right. I'll I'm pull in. my money out then. <laughs> I'm ready to pull money out and play. Uh, we'll be the major sponsor if you suit us all up. Yeah. And don't play us at all. We just go on road trips. Yeah. And it's strictly after the game that yeah. we really we get come into in. our own. I reckon it hasn't been. It's been too long since there was an undersized four man in yeah. the Gunners. With good left hand, I'm ready to pull the jersey back on. To, to, to be fair, I think yeah. uh, Mayfield's probably going to be the guy that uh, plays yeah. that for us. And yeah. um, nothing against you guys. Yeah, he's oh. he's much better at, that, <laughs> at it than you guys. You, you sure don't want to take a 37 year old who hasn't played basketball yeah. in five years or more? Oh, enticing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you about uh, one of my? Personal favourites. Oh, yes. Sorry, I've probably missed some people as well. Yeah, yeah but, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You, we'll, we'll get to them when we just, get to them. You've just shown who you actually like yeah. and who you don't. No, well, this, this is off the top of my head. No, I'm, trying, I to, think, I'm think, trying to go through. Like, no like, no offence to the people we haven't mentioned, yeah. but I think we've covered off no, the Gunner Squad. No, we haven't. No, and uh, okay. you've, you've, well, no, you just, you've, you've painted Pete into a corner there because Pete, and for people playing at home, hasn't had a phone out the whole time. Everything's off the top of his dome. Okay. And you just kept coming at him. Who else? <laughs> Who else? It's like, ready? I've got a sound effect Mate. for it. This is what you were doing. Hold on. Ready? Once again, ready, this is you. I'm doing the producer's job here. We've been running Tracy about an hour. We've just been get, running about an hour and a half. We're meant to be friends with him. I'm just trying to get... Through the podcast, yeah, right, Tracy, and, and this guy keeps wanting to say, "Oh, I played with him in Pork Swords." Let me tell you about the, <laughs> hey, 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 Pete. Let me tell you about the time I guarded Glenn Morrison at Pork Swords. <laughs> Oi, I, I know, cares. I know who you're about to bring up. By the way, I know who yeah. you're about to bring so, up. So, Cameron Pender. Oh, is that who you're about to? Oh, I was okay. I was, I was about to say the one, and I've just checked my phone for the first time. 
Perfect. to uh, go have a look. Uh, the one that I should have mentioned is Pietro Battalassi. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. Our, we we he's, loved watching him. He's my boy. He's a king. Yeah. In the in the gold leaf box, we uh, had a lot of fun watching him. Yeah, he, he, he's fun to. He is. He's fun to he watch. is absolutely um, culture setter. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Like he's a guy that you know. Um, realistically, he I don't think he made a rep program until maybe twenties. Yeah. Like he just worked and just worked and worked and worked and He's got like better. A young Jimmy Heaton. Is there some uh, Maris nepotism there as well? Uh, there would be if he wasn't so good. Like and worked mm. his absolute, you know, ass off. Like yeah. he just he he was you know same age as Millsy, same age group. Like their best mates. Yeah. Millsy was always sort of um, on the cusp as well of those rep yeah. programs. Is Millsy like a Morris boy? Yeah, yeah. Morris boy. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, he I seems knew. I very ever knew that. well adjusted and normal for a Morris boy. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. They yeah. owned me. Yeah. Yeah. Millsy, you've changed. Wow. Who are He ab- absolutely is. And uh, yeah, um, like those two are best mates. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, it, but it's a case of both of them have sort of just worked yeah. and worked and gotten better but yeah Pietro like you you go look at him from where he was in juniors and it was pretty much you know he could get an offensive rebound but you know I'm not going to guard his jumper and you know what he's undersized so he's an undersized playing a four type thing and you now look at him and you go you can put him as a three you can put him as an undersized four it doesn't matter because he's super strong and he just doesn't make mistakes and he works hard and, yeah, he's up and about and around the boys and it doesn't yeah. matter if he's on the court, off the court, he just brings it 100% yeah. all the time. Would you say there are some shades of a young Chris Weir in there? Absolutely. Undersized setup? undersized four who works his ass off and, um, you yes, know, gets, 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 gets after it, you know, mm. on and off the court. He also does, <laughs> he also does set the culture off the court yeah, and uh, Christopher... Uh, has been known to set the tone off the court as well. So we are we are big fans of Pietro on this podcast. I think I'm going to say big fans of me. Uh, big look, fans of you know Dub on this and podcast. And shout out, too. shout out because he's a Dodgers player. Yeah. And, uh, shout you out, know, Keezy. Yeah, Keezy. And he won MVP in Prem One last year, yeah. and he was the best player in Prem One. Like, yeah. yeah, he just he was the most dominant player yeah. on the floor in Prem yeah. One last year. Uh, Cam Pender, yes, talk to me about my son. <laughs> I do love Cam Pender. I, I love me some Cam Pender. I, lo- I, I love Cam too. He's yeah. uh, he and the so one b- the bottom age he reminds 20s, me of playing is Gunners William. Yeah, he is he is a mini William. Mayfield. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He 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 very much reminds me of him. And you look at um, where Will was at the same age comparatively. Yeah, he's and he's ahead, ahead of where of he yeah. was at that point in time. So. Yeah. But similar That's playing exciting. style and similar on the work offensive ethic. glass, yeah. uh, can bully the smaller guys. Yeah. Doesn't mind playing like four, you mm. know, and being aggressive. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got a, yeah. you know, he's got a few things he's still got to work on. But he's so yeah. young, like he's potentially going to go to bottom college, age twenties, right? Like, yeah, you know, he's so. a, he's a kid who's looking to potentially go overseas to, you know, uh, get even better and work harder. But yeah, yeah no, nah, I love love Cam. I love. All three of those sort of under twenties, uh, bottom age guys. Yeah, you know, Will, Smith, Will Rice, Lucky Smith, Rice, yeah, and, Lucky Smith, and Will yep. Rice. I love those guys as well. There, yeah, they're going to get opportunities at some time, some point yeah. this year. They might not get a lot of burn, but um, you know they're going to get opportunities to be yeah. around our group. Have you um, have you formed a a leadership group, Petty? I remember once upon a time you formed a leadership group. 
amongst the nationals. I believe it was. I think it was us, us. four. Yeah, I think it might have been. We us. were the leadership group of that. Oh no, Luke Jeffries would have been involved. No, uh, he wasn't. We, we, got, we no, were the. He was not about no. culture. We were the kids that had to tell him to go home. Yeah, <laughs> you're too immature for us. Every, every. Think about that. Every, every goddamn training. Yep. One of us four had a fight with him. Oh, yep. The Wookie. The yep. walk. Yeah, well, he ruined my one assist that I would have got at nationals level, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not bitter about it. So I, no, no, it was only I've, 17 years ago. 14 years, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yes, I do have a leadership group. I do strongly believe in having a leadership group. Um, you look at all successful teams and programs, yeah. and it doesn't matter what sport. Look, rugby league uses it a lot, but so do AFL. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's a good way to keep those guys accountable, but also keep the rest of your group accountable yeah. as well. So yeah. It's good. Can I take a guess at who's in it? Yeah, you can have a crack. Reese K. He possibly will be. He's not. Oh, you haven't moment. picked it yet. Oh, like okay. so, P- Pietro. So last year we're sure. we're still having these discussions for yeah. this year. But oh, okay. Pietro, yes, was last yeah. year. Glenn. Yeah. No, no, Glenn. Okay, mm. Will. You just no, rattling Will. off fucking names and just hoping for the best. Or no, Will. You make it that awkward. Is that when I said, "Can I guess who's so in Mitchie it?" Brown. That's what I was doing. Mitchie, yeah, Mitchie, <laughs> Mitchie Brown. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. That that those are the only candidates I had. Yeah. Sean Mills yeah. is another one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except actually, the nah, I don't know about this now. He's a Morris boy. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is all out the window. It's changed. Yeah. No, nah. don't take this, J-Mac. Like, we, we, we should not take I, this. I was about to make a joke there. I wanted I everyone to know I, I restrained myself. Yeah. I don't get offended, Pete. About they, that. They're Thank jealous. You. Yeah. Thank you. Just yeah. as a side note, uh, when I was in year 11, J-Mac uh, was in year 8. Yeah. And J Mac was probably a little bit of a smart ass, is what you could say. Nah. Just to no. say, things have changed no. a fair bit. I think it was no. year like maybe year twelve, and he was year nine, something no. like that. But eventually, he got to the point where he's like, "You won't do anything. You're too scared." So, uh, <laughs> one day, one day, uh, dad, dad uh, was a sparky, so he had a lot of electrical tape sitting around. So. One one day at school, I took the electrical tape, and he was being a smartass on the oval. And me and a couple of my mates grabbed him, and we 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 taped his hands to his head. <laughs> it's true, I remember that. <laughs> so so like it's actually happened. Yeah. So it's really happened. So so he had like one over an eye, and the other one sort of taped here. Well, one was like on a cheek or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, like yeah. it was good. Electrical tape. You like, got me. So much electrical tape. Like used a lot of it. And and anyway, so he's stuck on the oval. He's walking back to class like Bell goes, walking back to class, and we're walking up as well, having a good laugh. And the deputy principal comes down and goes, "Who did this?" And to J Max credit, never sold us out for that one. Hey. He, he never he never sold us out because he knew I probably deserved it. No, because I was always like, I've gotten in trouble a lot of t- like that was just one that I knew I deserved yeah and I just it was kind of funny like it hurt peeling all that tape off my head like I lost some hair that day yeah is that why you've got a five head instead of a four <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah because yeah. you, yeah. you've always been a pest mm. a massive always massive I've always pest, been a smart ass. but you've owned your pestiness yeah but see, I've been a you li- don't deny I'm it. a likable pest yes a rogue. you were a you rogue were. a larrikin yes. if you will and look yes. to, to be <laughs> fair was that a, self, was that a yes. self-confessed likable <laughs> yes yeah. Look, to be fair, it, it took him nearly, you know, 12 months of being a pest. Whilst it's not like they 12. bashed me. They just taped my hands to my head. <laughs> Which was, was funny. funny. <laughs> imagine imagine 
how much yeah. less pain we all would have had if but they just bashed you, though. And the you deputy just principal, got knocked like, some sense. He said, you. oh, who did it? And I was like, oh, anyway, I didn't tell him. But anyway, he didn't even give a shit because he was like, you probably deserved it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, go on. Off you go. On you go, you kind of likable like, larrikin. He wasn't even surprised. He's like, this was going to happen. Like, yeah. In fact, you're lucky they just taped your head hands to your head and that was it they could have yeah. they could have proceeded to beat the shit out of you <laughs> we're going to transition into some quick hitting uh, that was a trip down uh, memory lane questions. oh we're going quick hitters quick hitters yeah. before I'll before we go into yep. quick hitters because i'm thinking uh we, we're working this out on the fly so tell me if i if i'm going the wrong way about it maybe um we got quick hitters and then we've got what we want to do right at the end yep. maybe just to wrap up the gunners chat generally is how do you feel about the team? Yes. What what are we what are we what's the expectation from yourself and the team um, this year? Who's the biggest competition? What, what what's the feeling around this season? Um, you know, look. Um, if you talk to the players, ultra confident. Like these Love guys that. just have confidence coming out. You know, oozing out all the time. They have confidence in their ability, and they just have confidence in what we've got as a team, which is amazing. Like, I love that about them. They're ultra confident. As you know, me can be a little bit of a pessimist. <laughs> just a just a small one, right? Yeah. Bring um, them back to earth a, a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, bring, bring, bring them back, you know, to earth a little bit. As well as I think when you have years of coaching experience and you see when things go wrong and, and you go, well, we were overconfident, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we came in... Believing in ourselves and our ability are probably a little too much. Um, I think you, you, you know, that makes you a little more reluctant to um, exude that same overconfidence yep. that the players do. But I love players who are confident and are even overconfident. Uh, and so the players, yeah, they're super confident about our year and our chances. Um, I, I really like and very optimistic about our season. Um, I think you know if we play to the level we can play at. We can finish anywhere from sort of – we should finish in the top four. Like yep. if we play our absolute best basketball and work hard throughout the year and, you know, everyone plays to their potential, top four should be, you know, and that's our goal. And once you get to that top four um, scenario, anything's possible. Yeah, correct. Know? And, and um, it, 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 you know, it, it opens the door to – yeah, whatever might happen have, from that. Have day. you flagged a few teams that are your you've set the bar? Like this is who we want to uh, be at their level. This is who we want to beat, or, or your or, biggest or, competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or there's there's a lot of teams this year. A lot of good teams. Um, they took out four teams from you know last season, so that brings it to twelve rather than sixteen. So four teams: Penrith, Sydney Comets. Uh, Hornsby and um, the COE, I think, were the other. No, there's someone else. There's I'm missing someone. Mm. That that oh Penrith, Penrith aren't aren't, so aren't in. Did I? Mm. So they're not. Did I say them. Sorry, are you saying they're not in the competition? No. So they didn't put teams in. There's wow. a lot of requirements around uh, NBL one, as well as financially from a qualification point of view. Yeah, as well as financially, it's you know um, look. No one gets into sort of semi-professional sport to make any money. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, it it's a case of yeah, it, it costs a fair bit for associations to put a team in. Yeah. Uh, and so those teams decided not to go in NBL one, which means those players are now scattered amongst the other teams. Right. So, so every uh, every team's 
I guess, more stacked than they were last and year. Correct. Yep. Yeah, and naturally from the, those areas, they've got some pretty good players. Like yeah. Sydney Sydney Comets, which is Sydney City. Yep. Um, and then you've got, who was it, Bankstown, the western side, which Whitey's going to probably shoot down quickly. <laughs> but Bank, that, Bank, they can, they've got that, a lot of love West Sydney. I do, well, one of my little bullers plays there, Bawali Bales. Uh, yes, he's left. Oh, hate him now. NBA, <laughs> M- NBA One North signed yeah. the other day. Oh, who for? Can't remember off the top of my head, but he did yeah. sign for someone else. I noticed it because yeah, uh, we played in a West the other week in a preseason game, and legitimately, I was like, I don't know any of these players. Wow. So <laughs> they had one player from last season returning. Wow. Who, they had a couple of players who played a couple of seasons before, but had the year off because of COVID and stuff. As, as um, a coach, is that a little bit more? Scary not knowing a team versus knowing who is um, who you're up against. Or yeah, is, definitely. Like yeah. you know, like you look at uh, Illawarra signed uh, a guy from uh, who played for the Santa Cruz Warriors in the G League. Oh shit! Yeah, that was their that was their that was their signing the other day. I was like, oh wow. boy, like that's you know that's a big signing. Like you know, get a guy out, and I think you know. It, they're doing it from a perspective of they want to trial him out and potentially and then bump him up to the potentially Hawks. like if he's yeah. good enough right like um so it's a case of if I'm if I'm one of the one of those players on the fringe I'd be doing that too I'd be chasing an NBL one team to then hopefully get an NBL gig and it's one. probably more scary for the likes of yourself where you've got a G League person who has to prove themselves in NBL one and Correct. now it's like. Oh fuck! Yeah, he's, coming in, about, he's coming in. This guy's wanting to fucking score yeah. sixty points against yeah. every single team yeah. to he's prove com- a point. In to prove a point, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and I guess uh, being that NBL One East is a predominantly Sydney, you know, um, there's a lot of Sydney teams in that league. Are there any NBL caliber players that are going to drop back into NBL One East that you're expecting? Is that yeah? That, is that the is. word? There already is guys like sort of you know coming back and. Um, there's already guys like signing development players mainly at the moment, but there's potential for NBL level players as well. Like um, I think because NBL is still ongoing at the moment, there's guys that may not have committed to teams, but I reckon there may be one or two that might slide into a team here and there um, that, you know, for that stretch run that makes it really tough. You know, um, one thing we learned when we had Keezy in the duck and mole uh, is the way to go about signing players is just go to the Canberra Times and say that you've got them, <laughs> and then they've got no other choice. Yeah, look. Uh, so just like throw it out. We there, would like to go, announce that we've signed Jesse Wagstaff. Yeah, for the upcoming Jesse Wagstaff season. is coming back from WA. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's going to be our starting centre. Look, just you put know, it to the Canberra I did Times. listen. I did listen to that pod, and I was like, yeah, Jesse's a great pick. But if I'm Jesse, I'm not leaving Perth. <laughs> <laughs> For a Canberra winter, like yeah. I'm like, oh, do True. I want to? Do I want a Perth winter and I can get paid, you know, twenty five grand to play for an NBL one team? Yeah. yeah. Or do I want to go to Canberra for a yeah. solid three thousand dollars or something? Yeah. You know, for the year. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, which he'll blow in his first stint at Mooseheads at the Duck and yeah. Malt. Yeah. yeah, he'll be on the buddy. Don't he'll you worry definitely. About that. Uh, shouts to Jesse. Uh, yeah. uh, played with him for a long time. We'll definitely get him down here when he returns yeah. home. Uh round one. Who have we got? Norths on the road, and Ooh. they're they're tough. They're good. Mm. They've uh, got Anatoly Bose. Anatoly Bose. Yeah, he, That's he, a throwback. He uh, he's still going around, still and he can it. play. Yeah, yeah, he can absolutely play. And they've all, they're perennially strong. 
Like yeah. they've got a strong team around them. They've got this a good North coach. Bears. Yeah, North, North Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah North yeah, Bears. Yeah. So yeah, they are they are tough on the road to start the season. Um, mm. So, but it's a, a good, good but test. a good first game. So yeah. that's like a good benchmark. You know, it's like all right. Well, let's see how we go on the road against a tough team in their gym. Mm. You know, and if we if you can jag that, then you know you're in a good spot. Or even if you don't, it sort of just gives you some things to work on. Yeah, yeah. correct. Where's it's almost this? like a free shot, Adam. Where's their stadium? It's in like, um, yeah, just Terrigal. Is it? That what? Far? No, 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 no. It's not that far. Um, <laughs> it's North. It's just no. North, it's like North, 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 North of Sydney. It's North over the bridge. Sorry. Just over it's the just, bridge. Like things literally. like Cremorne, like that yeah. sort of area. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Cremorne's the wrong side of the bridge. I think. Is it? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, You're right. Cremorne. No, Jimmy's Mossman. right. It's yeah. yeah. It's like right. legitimately just My over dis. the bridge. Sorry. And it's a weird stadium, isn't it? Yeah. It's like on a hill type. Like it's yes. I remember the first. Late G trip we went we went there and yeah. Champion was sponsoring it yeah. and I bought a Champion jersey. Cool. Is that where you got Champion? Champion? Is that when you started Championing <laughs> Champion. people? Hey Pete, speaking of the schedule, I did see that the Canberra guy, the Canberra team have got a lot of um, home double headers. We do. So which so is that because teams are travelling down to Aubrey and then coming back through Canberra? How what's going on there? I mean it's good for uh, you guys. There's a couple that are doing that, but it, to be fair, there's a bunch that aren't and we're we're actually the team that cops the double header and some of those other d- ones. But don't. it's a double header at home. So that's yeah, pretty handy. Which is which is nice, but there's a bunch of teams that aren't playing like on the Saturday and they just get to get oh, us on a Sunday. Oh right, right, right. So they're and just coming to town to play you guys on the Sunday. They're fresh. Correct. And but, we've but played the slept night in your before. own beds and stuff. So well, yeah. For you, people that did go to bed after the game, which is not really the gunner's way, but it is these days, James. <laughs> <laughs> That's why probably why you guys get wins. <laughs> uh July twenty three. Yes. Snake pit. Yep. Yeah, we're coming to that. What uh, yeah. what, what can you can you get us a box there? And like, we're, we're going to record live yeah. in the snake. We're going to do some commentary. You guys, you guys have been to the snake. We've pit, played right? at the yeah, snake pit, yeah, many like, times. Yeah, it's God's like, country. There's no box there. Like, <laughs> just get us up we'll above one. that where the bar used to be. Get you up, up in the cage. Yeah, you need to get us up, up in the cage. That's what they call it, mate. Yeah. The, for people playing at home who aren't big um, basketball sports in Australia. The Snake Pit is one of the most famous basketball yeah. courts in Australia. Yeah. It's un- like if you were to walk in there and you'd never watched basketball mm. before you walked in, you go, This is fucking horrendous. You go, it's this old, is a dump. It, like, it dark, is a fucking dark dump. timber, yeah, yeah. like wet. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is it, it, for from a purist yeah. basketballer, it's Oh, I love that trip and I love I love playing. I love playing there. Like, Andrew it's Gaze's just a throwback run. So, yeah. so what we're saying is make sure you get the big bus so you can fit. Yeah, yes. we're coming up. That. We're, we're coming up. We're coming with the boys. We're, we're going to be your plus four. Yeah. All right. We, okay. you, a few motivational speakers for the yeah. uh, change rooms. And I'm rooming before. with Millsy. Yeah. And I'm rooming with Because now you know we went to Mars. That's yeah. a bit creepy, dude. But anyway, let's oh, move forward. I thought I was the only one with those types of jokes. Um some quick hitters now. Yeah, yeah I, got, right. I got some quick hitters. Yeah, my, my first one, and we touched on it earlier, your brief appearance for the Canberra Nationals. Yep. Two and a half minutes against Hills. No, two minutes and six seconds. Two minutes yeah. and six seconds. Do you, do you have four, the box All four of us were frame? in that game? Um, I No, I did. I found that game. I found it. I found it online, but they don't have the stats anymore. <laughs> but I found it. I managed to find it. 
My and name I, was there. Yeah. I did, played. Yeah. Didn't we? We was close, wasn't it? I, I don't think we got. Nah, we were we were getting murdered, and that's oh, why okay. that's why demo sent me on. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was the back of a double header. We got murdered yeah. by Parramatta the night before. Parramatta Speaking of was which, so good. Goran Veg was still playing last year. He yeah. played for Penrith last year. Wow. And my God, that man is a specimen. He's now yeah. in a West strength and conditioning coach, and he okay. came down with them the other week for preseason. And he he is like chisels out of stone. Yeah, he (laughs) is an Adonis. And I was like, he's the same age as me. And I looked at him. I looked at me. I went, all right. And I'm going down the other end. (laughs) What was the lefty for Para who could shoot the Anton? That was a European last name, wasn't it? It was. And he was the most beautiful man as well. (laughs) He was tanned, long hair. Parramatta was a tough. And like the perfectly sculpted uh, beard. I remember that. He looked like Jimmy. That's where Luke Jeffries did his ankle in warm ups, wasn't Mm. it? (laughs) That guy. No, Luke Luke played because he ruined my sister. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, He could ball. But it was uh, Danny Mills did his ankle. So Uh, he did it against Parramatta. Yep. And so then we were left with, I think it was maybe eight healthy bodies and we only had nine anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it was now you're down to eight or something like that. Or it was seven. It was yeah. something bad. We yeah. were in a bad way before we went. Yeah. And then that happened and we were down. So, yeah. And then uh, it was a case of, yeah, two minutes and six seconds. And um, I I got suited up in my brand new shoes that Dub and I went and bought at the factory outlet. Yeah. <laughs> we bought some brand new Jordan, yeah, sixes or eights. Jordan, yeah, six or eights. No, eights. There, yeah. there was the all black with the big strap over it and the then like strap. the furry They had the teal and purple. Furry logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. I remember was in warm-ups being like, I'm tired <laughs> and I'm really sore. I don't even know if I want to be here looking over and seeing you <laughs> and then I'm feeling real better about myself. Yeah. It's like when I, I do that to people a lot when, <laughs> I'm, when I'm hung over yeah. or when I'm running up to and say, down the court, like <laughs> people just seem to feel better when, when they look at me. When I'm really hung over and I look at Mezzi, I'm like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Mezzi could be worse. Mezzi is the measuring stick. Like yeah. after a boys weekend, we're at the airport. Everyone yeah. looks a little bit rough. Like this has happened multiple times. And you just look across to Mezzi and he's crying. <laughs> and you just go, well, I mean, shit, I, I feel could be, better. I could be yeah. him. Yeah, 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 It's yeah, not yeah. that bad. Well, I think, you know, Mezzi and I might have to do a trip together and see who looks worse. You boys will feel real good about yourselves. <laughs> yeah. well, Hung, hungover to, Pete is no good. It is the big it, the big man's birthday. You got though, a... So uh, yeah, yeah, shout out, I've got, You got I've, some quick hitters for us? I've got a couple. Yeah, yeah go. Can I get into it? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who would you want to coach most... Um, out of anyone in Canberra, past or present. So I, uh, I assume that that's sort of worded that you haven't coached them, but you'd yeah. like to. Yeah, well, I think there's a pretty obvious one. It's uh, Patrick. Yep. Yeah, that's just the obvious one. Uh, I coached against him when he was in juniors. Paddy uh, Mills, yeah. for those playing at home. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Um, coached against him when he was playing for Shadows and I had a horrendous Vikings under-18s team at that time, and they trounced us by a lot. Mm. Um, and played against him when he was 15 and I was in a reserve, and we beat him. Like, yep. yeah, yeah. You know, I was 20 years old, we beat a 15-year-old Patrick Mills, whatever. No uh, <laughs> by the way, he lit us up for 40, but don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't we, we won the game. He had a bunch of 15-year-olds around him too, right? <laughs> like, anyway, digress. Um, yeah, he'd be the one that I'd obviously love Love to coach. Um, okay. Just, um, just like all the stuff he brings, like the culture stuff, the um, 
highly intelligent and just, you know, works works harder than anyone else and has since he was four years old. Like, yeah, yeah. Worked harder than anyone else when he was four. And it, you're like, how do you continue to maintain that level of work ethic? Yeah. Pat, Pat does listen to this. So, um, Patty, there is some backup minutes behind Millsy and Dahl, if you are keen. Yeah. Look, I might, I might start him. I might, I might open. Yeah. I might open he, a start. Hey, we had, we had a season for Gunners that he came and did some training yeah. with us. He was in town. Ta- I think it was during lockdown, wasn't it? Was when it just they, before he NBA, went to the Tigers? It was just. Yeah, before it was he went when to the NBA Tigers. had a lockdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I he came that. down and, and yeah. had a session and yeah. um, proceeded to embarrass us all. Yeah. So well, was good. look, uh, you know, Taddy Taddy Dufumar Junior came past last year and. Uh, trained with us on a Thursday night. He just gave me a call. He's like, "Oh, can I come down and get some shots and just lit everyone up?" Yeah, and just is so good. And I, I, I coached him he's a talent, at Vikings, man. and yeah, he was. He's always been someone I love coaching. So, okay. like, I'd, I'd love to coach him again as well. Like, he, like, uh, and I've, I've tried very hard to get him back. <laughs> like, I tried very hard. I'll buy uh, you a beer, mate. <laughs> just come. Um, but yeah, look. Okay, um, so Paddy's your your choice for local. Yeah. Uh, international, worldwide, if you could coach anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Just a quick hitter. It doesn't need to be Just, a uh, past, past and past present. Past, present. Oh. There's too many options. There's a lot of options in past and present. Mm. Okay, um, go present. Present? Yep. Okay, all right. Um, look, I think it's anyone who's going to make you better mm. and you just go... Ben Simmons? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Throw it out there. Yep. No. Uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> nope. Uh, look, I think you've got to. Um, which this this upsets me to say because I don't believe he's the goat. But uh, a different. Yeah, controversial. But that's fine. Uh, LeBron. Like, I think he makes you better. Like, so cerebral. Understands the game on a level. Cerebral. Write that one down. Um, understands the game on a higher level than anyone else. And everyone says he understands it on a higher level. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, you see the stories saying that he tells opposition players what they're running, their sets. Like you go, how the hell do you know? Like coaches know Mm. sets and actions. Players rarely, barely know their sets and actions. And he knows where they need to be. Yeah. Not necessarily every other player. And he knows other teams' actions. So you just go like, you know, a guy functioning on that level can only make you better as a coach. And he, yeah, he's good at coagulating as well. Um, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a controversial one. Who was your favourite D&M member to coach? Oh, and why? Oh, this is loud. I'm going to upset, <laughs> I'm going to upset some people. Here. Well, you, you're going to upset three of us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's probably gonna have to be the one that's the longest tenured one that I've coached as well. Yeah, like I wouldn't have coached him for so long, despite the fact that he's got the most white line fever <laughs> of anyone I've ever known. <laughs> like, holy dooly! Like, you know, like I don't think I've ever seen anyone have white line fever that I've seen Jimmy have. Like, yes, like just step over that line. Like, so calm, so relaxed, happy go lucky guy having a chat before and after the game mm. and gets on the court and just starts yelling at everyone. Yes. Yells at refs. <laughs> mainly refs, but yells at teammates. Yells at the coach. Yeah, so you're, like, you're, you're, saying, you're saying that the person that is uh, 
probably cause you the most issues on a day-to-day basis is... Yeah, like, yeah, despite the fact okay. the book's been thrown at him at CPL, which it shouldn't have been, but anyway, that's yeah. a different story. Uh, despite all those things, I think, you know, he's probably the one that's the longest tenured, so okay. um, that's like probably that. probably why he's my favourite. Um, Maybe that's the reason why you're the Gunners coach now, Petey. Because <laughs> I had to deal with you and Mezzi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Resilience is the key. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised by that, but that's fine. Look, look. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I didn't say the one that was the most coachable, like if you said the one that's the most coachable, it was probably Whitey over here. Yeah. Like that's probably the most coachable. The one, yep. the one that I probably, <laughs> you know, if you said the most athletic, it's. J Mac, yeah. yeah. and if you said it was the one that was the best defender, it's Dup. Right? So we we all that. have our. Well, that yeah. was going to be my last question, just to boost our morale. Was what our best attribute for each of the D and M were? But I think that you just covered that, so we'll take it. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Look, I'm preempting. Even yeah, I like that. good, J Mac. Jimmy, radio. anything to uh, fire at Pete? Um, no, I'm no. looking forward to the to the season. We'll be J Max a sponsor we'll be, again, yeah. So, which is yeah, fantastic. Gold, leaf, good, gold leaves good on board. Transition. Yeah. How, if someone does want to get involved with the Gunners sponsorship, what is the best way to go about that? Look, just hit me up. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> slide into those. Give DMs. me your money. Slide yeah. into the DMs. No one else is, so yeah. you'll you'll get a response pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, season tickets are obviously still available. They are. Look, a hundred bucks for a season ticket, yeah. like for well, uh, that's know, good value. A whole man. season yep. season pass, like that's twelve yeah. home games. That's less than ten bucks a game. That's and, awesome. And so. as an added bonus, if you do buy a season ticket, there's a very good chance you will see us for pork chops. Mm. They're carrying on. Yes. Berating the like referees. Like pork chops. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy will be berating referees. As he always does. So you'll um, get to see yep. the duck and malt in the flesh I'm if like you that. buy season Jeez, tickets. What a, what a what sales an incentive. On, on, what on, an incentive. On J-Max dime. Yeah. On J-Max dime. <laughs> well, I mean, we. I, I, th- I think we need to sponsor Mayfield. I think we need to figure out a payment plan yeah. and duck and malt need to yeah. need sponsor Mayfield. Can you, can you arrange yep. that he, he does come Four down to the duck and malt? And does a little. We'll get into him. Absolutely. We'll get into him. We'll get into him. I can get William here. That's our only request. Not a problem at all. Yeah. I might have to come sit in the corner. I was about to say, we'll just yeah, we won't have You'd straight liquor guardian. here. Yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. it'll be Gatorades for everyone. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, no, absolutely. We could do a morning podcast can we, and have coffees. <laughs> I think I think Irish we coffees. I think we all formalise this. I think we're sponsoring. <laughs> if Dub says it and it's out there, that's it. You guys are doing. Are we on? Yeah. Just we like know, Jesse Wax are playing for the Guns, right? Correct. I think we just do it. Print it, 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 it in the camera. Cut it into quarters. Cut uh, it into quarters. It's, so, less, it's less than a night out. So of should I announce Keezy's just going to be my assistant as well? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, oh I just do it. I don't have one. Big so news. That's, I'm just going to announce oh, okay. it. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Can I be oh. your assistant? Yeah, you have a heap of time. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Would be you, saw, you saw my Ree, kids upstairs. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And Ree's going to end your life. Like, she probably wants to end it anyway at least two times a week. Like, Minimum. This is, this is going to be Minimum. about five to six times a it week. It keeps me sober for a little bit longer during the week. <laughs> For at least two of the days until so the road Eric, trip. Eric Malcolm not available this year. No, unfortunately not. Um, love, love easy. Players love easy as well. But you know, it's just so tough with a couple of kids and mm-hmm. you know life yep. commitments and things like that. Like this is a huge, huge commitment. So, 
Does he bring? Did he last season bring his guitar on the road trips? Because that was one of my favorite parts of nationals. Uh, back in the he day. didn't bring it on the road trips, but after our first win of the season, he did. Uh, we went back to his place and he got the guitar out. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Played the guitar. Yeah. I so remember was... he did that at Jared Haywood's. We had a yep. we had a, a big session after a nationals at Jared yep. Haywood's, and um, that was a good night. Yeah, was a good night. PD, any plans uh, for the end of season trip? You locked that in yet? <laughs> the season hasn't even started. We haven't even. Hey, that's Gold Coast. Hey, that's where I'm coming from. Ru- we, Ru- Ruiz and, Ruiz and, and the coming. Duck and Malt Boys get a start. We are not just the 2008 Nationals, can I just say. <laughs> they're not, they're, I live and breathe. They're not thinking about the end of season trip before the season started. <laughs> Come on. We'd already booked plane tickets. <laughs> Come on. Before playoffs had started. <laughs> yeah, look, we have some higher expectations around where we're going to finish this season. <laughs> Fair. And so, no, there are no current plans. <laughs> and that will be um, a later on in the season discussion like the if you need some assistance in tra- travel arrangements or anything like that, hit me up. I can, uh, oh, I can just recommend gonna, a few spots. We're just going to go to Mollymook. Whitey's, uh, you know, one, <laughs> wonderful choice for his Australian destination. Horrible. I'm all about it. Yes, Horrible. Uh, Horrible. Yes, Mollymook uh, Golf Club would gladly host the Gunners. The Gunners. Yes, they would. Well, they would. They host anyone. That's mm. the other thing. Pete, I would love to thank you on behalf of the Duck and Malt for giving us some of your time to come on our uh, podcast, share uh, your insights on the Canberra Gunners. Um, we're a big fan of you. We're a big fan of the team. We hope to see the uh, the the Gunners singing the team song many a time this year. Still the same team song, boys. Like we're looking can forward confirm. to it. Can still, confirm, still the same team song. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Very good. Mm. Some of the Gunners old boys would be very happy to uh, yeah. to hear that. No, yeah, still going, still going strong. Yeah, as always, please rate, review, subscribe, like, give us some feedback if you can. Pete, would you like to sign us out? Uh, I just want to say thanks very much, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts to you, Pete. And Pleasure thanks, for, thanks for coming uh, out to Gunners Games. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll be there thick and thin throughout yeah. the season. Can't, can't wait. Can't wait till you get those referees against me even more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> we will coagulate at the game and really be cheering. Yeah. <laughs> As always, keep ducking. Keep mold, my bro. I don't have no time to be no Romeo. All the love I need is at the rodeo. All the love I need is here at OVO, yeah All the girls I know are there with Ian though. Who knows where I end up when that shit gets old Maybe it never gets old and that's just how it goes Last table left in Carbone, calling plays on a rotary phone I take a glass of Domina to go with me home Might move our annual shit to the dome I need 40,000 people to see what I'm on, yeah Ducked a lot of spiteful moves I was an angry you while I was writing views Saw a side of myself that I just never knew I-